Hi, and welcome to Planner Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica McWilliams. Behind every planner, there's a person. And behind every person, there's a story. On today's episode, I have two people, so we get two stories. I am hosting the dynamic team from Washi Wine Repeat, which has been a planner podcast for several years now. So if you haven't heard of them, I don't know how you haven't, but that's okay. If you're new to the community, make sure to check them out, Washi Wine Repeat. And their hosts are with me today, which are Isel and Lisa. They both hail from California, so I thought I would do my special listener shout out to those listeners from California. So a special hey to you if you are listening from Mountain View, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Sacramento, San Jose, Elk Grove, Santa Clara, Antioch, Stockton, or Manteca. Thanks for being part of the Planner Lifestyle community. I'm so happy you're listening. And if you're from everywhere else, thanks for joining me each Friday for some new planner-related content. Okay, let's get into today's interview. Just a little housekeeping so you know what's going on with this mashup. Today, I have an episode with uh, Izzy and Lisa, and then on their platform, on their podcast, Washi, excuse me, Washi Wine Repeat, uh, they will be hosting me over there uh, next Thursday. So be sure to catch that episode as well. All right, let's get into the interview. Okay, we are now recording Planner Lifestyle Podcast. Thanks so much, Alisa and Izzy, for being on the show today. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. Thanks for having me. But this is a washy wine repeat Planner Lifestyle Podcast mashup. Uh, Lisa, can you tell me uh, just a brief intro of yourself, a bio, and I don't know, any of like the places we can find you online and things like that. And then we'll move to Izzy. Sounds good. Uh, my name is Lisa Saya Janning. Um, I'm some age over 30. Um, I have, or I own the washi baby, I guess the, our, our little baby mascot <laughs> that I birthed, um, uh, that you birthed. So this is not a sticker. This is not a die. Kind of want people coming into the DMS to be like, where can I buy this? The washi baby. <laughs> like that is a human child and not for sale. Real, he's a real baby. Um, but I own him. He's mm-hmm. mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have to keep reminding that to my father-in-law because he keeps wanting to take him. Um, I love nail polish. I love eyeshadow. I love stickers and washi, obviously. Um, I have my bachelor's in creative writing. I specialize in fiction. Um Currently, I'm attempting to write some urban fantasy slash romance and get that self-published on Amazon. Oh, yeah. So that's the whole exciting point of my life. I have ridiculously kind of inappropriate um, smutty romance with vampires, and I have a baby. (laughs) This is my life. (laughs) Uh Yeah, this is well-rounded. Let's Mm -hmm. say that, right? Yeah. A lot of different avenues to explore. Um, and do we, you want to say, do you have like a public um, username or anything to direct people to, or are you mostly under the podcast? 
Um, the Instagram is usually the, is mostly just the podcast, which is Washi Wine Repeat on Instagram. Um, my big personal social media thing is Twitter. I'm on Twitter as Polished Writer because back in the day I had a nail polish blog. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. clever! I see what you did. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I love it. So that's me. I spend a fair amount of time on Twitter complaining about stuff. Nice. All right. Well, you can find more of your complaints and awesomeness over on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Izzy, give a little bio of yourself, please, and tell my audience where we can find you. Uh, well, my name is Isel Martinez, but uh, a lot of people go call me Izzy just to uh, for simplicity's sake. Uh, I am 35. I am a paraeducator active in my local labor movement and I I love stickers and washi and all things stickers and washi <laughs> question mark um I love me a good blue pen I'm gonna be forward with that one and I can be found on Instagram as Isel T. Martinez. Uh, and I am active mostly on Instagram, although you can find me on Facebook and Twitter that way too. And there's somebody with you today that is being barricaded in some way. Oh, <laughs> he's my Watson. <laughs> uh, Dr. Watson is my cat. He's he's an all black cat. He typically will sit on my lap or will like crave attention whenever possible when I get home. And he's two rooms away, and right now he's being tended to by my husband. And uh, Doctor Watson is very very needy, <laughs> and. I right now he's fine but when when either my husband and I are not av- not available to him he makes his presence known so <laughs> and when I'm recording and he like say my husband's like sleeping while I'm recording it, it's evident that he needs attention <laughs> and I can't give it to him at the moment so oh and I did have to take his belt off because it started becoming a nuisance <laughs> all the time or just during recording uh during recording uh, like during regular time it's just like it's something like it doesn't even bother me but during recording I could hear it even more because I'm being yeah. conscientious of it so during recording I would take off his collar completely and then I'd forget to put it back on until my husband would realize he's like why doesn't he have his collar I'm like oh I recorded so <laughs> Dr. Watson is being good right now with his papa awesome well, and I've told my audience this uh, in my like intro intro, which I'll do after the, after we talk. But, you know, you are co-hosts of a long running planner podcast. Yep. Can three you... years, 100 plus episodes. I mean, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you mm-hmm. so much for paving the way. I listened to you guys um, religiously and was like wow you know 
this is a thing. <laughs> you, you made it a thing. So I will forever be indebted to you both for that. Um, so I just wanted to personally thank you uh, and your patience. You know, I mean, the the rollout since probably within the last year, not even maybe even the last six months has been, you know, an ever, ever increasing content sphere for planners or planner adjacent type of things in the podcast yep. uh, realm. So yep, yep. I wanted to do a collab with you today and um, talk a little bit about how you got started in podcasting, how you met, all of that kind of fun stuff. And before we get into the heavy stuff, though, I know my audience will be like, wait, 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 back up. What's in their bag? I'm, I can't go on. And like, I know. We got to stop. Slow your roll here. Slow it down. Slow Ooh. it down. <laughs> I will start with Lisa again. What must have personal items are you walking with? Let's see. Well, I'm going to talk about my purse because um, currently my employer is a 10-month-old baby. Mm. So um, I could talk about his diaper bag, but that would be kind of boring. <laughs> but um, well, not necessarily. There's diapers, some- lots of clothes because he likes to poop a lot. <laughs> and food. Um, but... So I, I have like a little purse. I, I I used to be like a big fan of like the big bulky like bags that I could fit like a whole Aaron Condren in and like my iPad and like all these pens and a book. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore with a diaper bag. <laughs> so I have a little um, blue bag right now that has a long strap that I can um, shoulder cross. But it has all these pockets. I currently actually have a pack, uh, Harry Potter sticker pad in my bag for some reason. I'm not sure why this is in here, but it's unopened. There, it, looks, it must be pretty small if you have a small purse. It, it's one of those like ones you can buy at like Target for like three dollars. Mm-hmm. Buy like the cards. Oh sure. Yeah, I'm not sure why this is in here, but it, it's a little one. <clears throat> There's gum. Which is the sweet mint flavor, because that's the best kind, obviously. Um, I have my little Bujo in here, because that was the one thing I required in my bag, that it was big enough to fit my Bujo in. When you were picking your bag, were you, like, stuffing your Bujo into the bag in yeah, the store? I totally was. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm, I was walking through TJ Maxx, like, pulling out bags and, like, eyeballing and be like, no, this is too small. And when I found one, I like, I'm like, okay, let's make sure this fits. <laughs> do you have a case for your bojo i don't um i probably should i can probably fit it in like one of my really big like pencil pouches or like big makeup bags but i haven't gone around to it yet uh what else do i have in here i have my my wallet with all my monies and my cards and i also keep another notebook in here that it's um, a pink moleskin, and it's I generally keep my writing notes in here, especially when I go to my writing group. That's once a week because we'll like write notes about what we want to comment on each other's stuff. But I also try to keep like my own personal notes in there for ideas I come up with. Mm. I've heard people use those notebooks like even on their when they're an author or a scientist yeah. or something like so if at any time it comes into their brain it's like the first thing they do is write it down so it doesn't like dissipate or something. Hell, I remember back when I was in 
college, um, all of the pretentious creative writing types had <laughs> just a collection of completed moleskins that they kept in their bookcases. And I'd be like, really? But those notebooks are so expensive. <laughs> and now you are among the, the ranks. Of- no, in my no. defense, I found these at TJ Maxx for $5 for a three pack. I mean, in their defense, maybe they did too. <laughs> you didn't see receipts. I'm just saying. <laughs> you never know. True, they could but, have gotten okay. it on a deal or whatever. So, uh, who knows? Maybe the, 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 no. These are the pretend. These aren't like the the cheap ones, like the cheap poor writers, like artists. These are like the pretentious ones that came in a class with like um, smoking coats and like elbow pads and okay. like glasses okay. and drink scotch afterwards. Okay. I want this to be true. I just really do. I just don't know if it is. <laughs> uh, what else is in here? I have probably way too many lipsticks than is necessary in here. Are That's you a, a daily, like, I mean, hourly lipstick reapplier? Like, are you always seen in lipstick? Um, if people see me that aren't like my mom and my husband, usually I'm wearing a full face of makeup. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Am I reapplying my lipstick? Not necessarily. It's usually like after I've eaten, I'll reapply it. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have a liquid lipstick by Pixie, which is actually really good because it smells like creamsicle. Just an FYI. Oh, so then you can just lick it for lunch for oh, dessert. Yeah. yeah. I have a tart liquid lipstick in here. I have a black lipstick in here because I was feeling an aesthetic last night. <laughs> Oh, I was like reliving my like high school wannabe punk phase. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Did you, was that as far as it went? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I was, I was very boring as a kid and like, I wanted to be cooler, but like, no, my mom wouldn't let me be cooler. Um, I have brushed on cuticle oil and I have three black ink paper mate. Ink joy pens. Isel. Gross. There's no tension there when you say black. (laughs) Gross. At all, I'm sure. I just have a follow-up question to the cuticle oil, just because I I am, like, always so nervous about cuticle oil next to my planner. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and even, maybe it's just, I'm I'm not very a careful individual, Mm -hmm. or just, like, a leaking scenario. Like, just ever so much, like, the cap wasn't on, or, like, went out. I, I... I know I used to have that problem with like cuticle oils that were like in the little bottles that look like nail polish bottles and stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't use those. I um, oh. buy cuticle oil pens that they have like a brush tip on one end with a cap mm-hmm. and it has a click top. So mm-hmm. that's how you get the oil into the base and that's how you brush it on. So that's when you say brush on oil. Okay. Uh-huh. Because I was thinking, well, you brush the kind that you just mentioned, like that looks like nail polish. You brush yeah. that on too. It's just a oh different yeah, no, no, I don't keep any of that in yeah. my purse. And like, no, hell no. Okay, because of like, um, that would man. be a recipe for disaster. I'm like, see, people are so put together. I can't even keep my cuticle oil in line. Like, <laughs> and I'm feeling put together if I even have cuticle oil in my like sphere of you know products. Like, okay, right. I'm I'm grown. I'm these cuticles are moisturized. I am an adult woman. I am. Oh. <laughs> Exactly. 
All right. Well, thanks for letting us take a look in your bag. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure we get a chance to also peer into Izzy's life. Yeah. Uh, Izzy, are you ready? Tell us the content. <laughs> what are you going to share with us today? So summer summertime Izzy doesn't carry as much as school time Izzy. <laughs> so I'm going to go with like my normal everyday like what I do for like work. So I'm gonna you're you're going into my work bag. Okay. Um in my work bag, I usually keep a binder that has like work information like my calendars, um, specific like phone contacts and what have you. Uh I also keep like my my contract because me being a good union person, I have my my copy of my contract. I have typically my union notebook where I have all like my meeting notes and stuff like that in case someone will like email me or text me saying hey did we discuss this at said meeting or whatever so I could pull it up quickly from my notebook and and that notebook is an Erin Condren notebook and I have it custom with my chapter's name on it because I'm extra what kind of pages do you Doc have Red. And it's funny because I'll go into a meeting and, and I'll open up my notebook and they'll ask me, are you going to, do you need paper? And I'm like, no, I got paper. I'm good. <laughs> and and it's just that they're not accustomed to seeing a notebook without the lines. So I do doc grid in case I ever have to like draw out a mind map or draw out a diagram that the district or our team needs to draw out. And it's easier for me that way. If you are not drawing a mind map, do you write as if those dots were lines? Yes. Okay. So you're seeing it as lines. Yeah. 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 But I have it open enough. And I, and I don't like a blank notebook because then I need those lines for structure. And I can't see them without the dots. Or the grid. Yeah, my handwriting size gets really big really fast without any sort of... And, and, and it's interesting because the... The, you know how it's a four dot to, to create the, the grid or whatever? Uh, I, mm -hmm. I try to keep my handwriting within those four dots so that it doesn't blow over or, like, make so much more. I know, ba Washi Baby, you don't agree with me. I know, he's very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Washi Baby wanted more about the diaper bag, and you just said, like, three things, so. How dare I? I should have talked well, about I a Sophie the Giraffe. <laughs> So I keep my writing within those four dots, so it's easier for me to track my space. That's that's the notebook that I carry for that. Uh, I typically will have my everyday carry, and right now, it's it's a merge between two planners because in my my summertime bag, I've been carrying my Hobonichi weeks, but as we transition into the school year. Uh, I have more of my like work and union stuff and even my school like stuff for, that I'm going to be doing for school for like my college and stuff is going to be going mm -hmm. into a passion planner. So I've been carrying both of them lately. And in there, I so I have both my hobo and my passion planner. I carry my name badge and my name badge is on an uh, Chrissy and Designs badge reel that has the side eye Steve on it. I also carry two pencil pouches or two pouches. One of them is a pencil pouch. 
that I use to have like my specific uh, pins that I'd like to use. I carry another kind of like slimmer pouch that has my pins that I could let people borrow. And then, oh, <laughs> like just straight up, just straight up two different ones. Like they're not even going to realize. They'll just think, wow, she's just sharing all her pens with me. And we'll be like, no, the good stash. Is no, I, I've mm-hmm. taken it out at meetings. Like, so say I'm sitting across the table with like seven other people and somebody says, oh, I need a pen. And and then I already have my like my preferred pen pouch out. So like, oh, can I borrow mm-hmm. this one? And they'll be grabbing my one of my pen gems. I said, um, here, how about this one? And I'll hand them <laughs> a G. <laughs> <laughs> do you have people that you repeat meetings with often? Like, do they know yes. now? Like, yeah. Oh no, that's not the one I can grab. <laughs> so, in on my bargaining team, I'm often viewed as like the quote unquote most organized because I have like a, a place for everything and everything that's placed kind of a th- situation. And they, mm-hmm. they know me down to my type of pen. And so whenever like, say they need to like sign a contract or sign something, obviously they need blue pen for legal reasons. Mm-hmm. So they, they will ask me, Izzy, can I have a blue pen? And I, of, of course, <laughs> Now, I got into the semantics one time with my labor rep about different types of blue ink, like whether it was ballpoint or gel. And they're like, I just want it to write in blue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but how do you want it to contact the paper? And how quickly do you want it to dry? (laughs) And do you want a chance at smearing? And I'm like, I asked, are you a lefty? Are you a righty? This pen will be better for you than this one. But I mean, you do you. So. Yeah, Washi Baby hates all this brewing talk. I'm sorry, Washi Baby. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the team does know me as the particular. Like, I'll have a little stapler. I have highlighters with me. Uh, I usually carry a mechanical pencil, and the one that I prefer to use is the Papermate Clear Point. And in my bag, I usually either have an 07 or an 05. Uh, What's a Clear Mate? Do you say cl- say it's that again? Papermate Clear Point. Yeah, what? what is that? It's <laughs> the clear body that have the click in the middle of the body. like a coletto no i I think i'm gonna have to send you guys a picture of it i'm googling it right now (laughs) paper made clear point oh i put paper made clear and clear point pop right Mm -hmm. um like i said i prefer i prefer the 05 or over the 07 but i i've been using these lead pencils for i think now the past six years and I absolutely love them because of the of the eraser and how long the eraser is and how you could uh, switch them out. The the click isn't on the top. It's on the in the middle. So it's easier for you mm-hmm. to just like get more lead right away as opposed to like stretching your hand out. Um, I, mm. I don't know. It's I, I think it was in my supply closet at one school. And I, after getting it in that supply closet, I've been using it ever since. So, (laughs) yeah, 
Lisa, I think if you saw it, you would be like, oh yeah, those. Like I, I just them. pulled it up and it it looks pretty boss. It's a pretty solid mechanical pencil <laughs> for sure. Paper make clear point point. <laughs> At first I thought I was like on a pen wavelength. Oh, it's like, a it's a pencil. I thought yeah, it was a pen. That's, yeah, that's why I got confused too when I pulled it up. I was like, oh, she's talking about pencil. Yeah, the whole I eraser mean, and all that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't write in pencils. I, I'm at a school. <laughs> I have to have a pencil. Like, I didn't write in pencil at school either. And you must be a good speller, <clears throat> Lisa. I try. Well, she is She is the writer. Are you racist? I'm the, I'm the <laughs> I, I, ha- I live my yeah. life by pencil and when it's not pencil it is blue ink so that's just the way things are uh, so in my mm-hmm. loner kind of pencil pouch I'll have a few of the uh, ballpoint pens that I've picked up at like job fairs or benefit fairs uh, I'll have mm-hmm. uh, some, of, mm-hmm. some of the generic like yellow highlighters and a few of just like the regular Bic lead pencils or or regular pencils in there for like kids that don't have one or what have you. Um, and then I carry a Simply Gilded pouch with a few of like my go-tos. I have cough drops. I have, and the ones that I like for cough drops are the, they're specific. There's a Ricola Dual Action. Uh, I carry. Mm-hmm. Is that even an right? ad anymore? <laughs> I have. I don't watch regular TV, so I don't know what ads are. Now. I don't either. I, don't I carry. If it's not on YouTube, <laughs> I don't know. I have some tea in here too, just in case if I ever get sick. Uh, it's by Traditional Med- Medicinals. It's called Organic Throat Coat. It's a lemon echinacea one. Oh. Yeah. I've had throat coat. Yeah, that does the trick when you need that kind of right. Especially if you have like a Keurig at at the office, and all you need is like hot water. You just get the hot water from the Keurig, and you you put your tea in. Um, so my mints or my my Ricolas, the gum that I have, it's extra polar ice. I prefer a a peppermint or a spearmint for my gums. Um. And then a chapstick. Right now in my bag, I have one that I got at a benefits fair from Anthem. It's a dual stick. It has a lip balm on one side that has SPF 15. And on the other side, it has um, sunscreen that's SPF 30 to um, make sure I never leave home without sunscreen. And that's uh, kudos to my my good friend Jackie from Jackie Plans. Mm. I keep sunscreen in the baby diaper bag. I have adult sunscreen and baby sunscreen. You had your chance to talk about the diaper bag. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> you had your chance. Uh, I carry a 40-ounce um, water bottle with me. It's the like the double-insulated water bottle in- bottles. This one is by Tanaka, Tanaka I think. or it, I can't remember the, the name brand. But I got it at Costco because they were selling a two pack for like 20 bucks. And I also, I mean, I also have a hydro flask with me, but I prefer my, I want to say they're ten, Tanaka. I would have to like really double check. Um, 
what type of water bottle brand it is. But and so do you just keep that big one with you all the time? Yes, I refill it everywhere. After I got um I got my doctor to tell me you need to drink more water and <laughs> my my doctor says you're you're bad at drinking water, you sell drink more water, that'll that'll save your life. So I've been doing that ever since I got like a really bad health scare and mm-hmm. um it has it it definitely has. So I've had one type of bottle like this for at least three years or two and a half and uh the kids have grown to like like to see what uh, what type of addition I've added to my my bottle through the years so um I have like my name decal on it I have a few planner stickers on here uh currently right now my favorite sticker on my water bottle is my wood sticker that I have from the Capitol with the with the state seal okay because when you say wood sticker it's like wood grain looking it's not actually because it wouldn't bend yeah. otherwise right it is it is wood it is made out of wood it's like recycled somehow, i feel like i'm like seen, pressed flat i feel like i've seen wood stickers somewhere where their wood is just cut so thinly that it kind of curves yes. on its own i guess like a. <clears throat> I feel like I've well like that. like craft people do wood flowers Wood roses, mm-hmm. you know, it's like shavings almost. So this, yeah. how do they get it sticky? They put. Is it, there a picture of this on your Instagram? It's adhesive. I I can't Probably add not. it later today. Yes, <laughs> go check. Um, if you're listening, it will be there. It will be there. It might be a few pictures back, but it'll be there. It's it's one of my favorite ones. It's it when I got it, it it wasn't curving. It was just regular piece of sticker or it's just regular it's just raised because it's made out of wood um when I put it on my bottle I was wondering if it would even curve without breaking and it naturally just followed the curve of my water bottle and and you could still see the impress the blind impression of the state seal on it and even with my water bottle getting wet it doesn't remove it's it's stuck on there and it's like I said it's one of my favorite stickers on on one of my water bottles Oh, yeah, that's a new one. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be ready to. Well, after this, actually, we're going to hop on Google Hangouts and do a Washi Wine Repeat episode. So you, I get to see it <laughs> right now. You guys have to go to Instagram. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Perks of being a host, I guess. Um, yeah. All right, Izzy, thanks for letting us take a look inside your work bag. Thank you. All kinds of fun stuff in there. Um, okay. So I said, you're both California residents, but you both were at one point in San Diego and both being planner people, eventually somehow you needed to meet. So were you friends before Mm -hmm. the planner community or did the planner community bring you together? I had no idea who Isol was before the planner community. I think we met at a meetup, right? We did. Uh, we met at the second meetup that I organized. Mm-hmm. And I remember... This was the one at someone's house, right? Yeah, this was the one in El Cajon. Um, so, to give you kind of like a little bit of a backstory to how we met, um, it goes further back. When I joined San Diego Planner Addicts at the time, 
uh, that was in December December of 2015. And in December, somebody was trying to organize just like a small little meetup at a Panera. And this, I think this was the Panera over on uh, Balboa in Claremont. And mm-hmm. we like a 16 of us and at the time one of the active admins was there (laughs) (laughs) and we we all met we we hung out we had people like like kind of giving us the side eye for being at the Panera and talking about planner stickers and our planners and it was probably a side eye because there were so many of you guys probably taking up the big table and all the tables surrounding it Oh, of course, of course. They weren't judging you for what you were talking about. <laughs> no, some of them did. Some of them did, but uh, again, we didn't care. I didn't care. Um, and then, like, we all like did like little mini swabs, what have you. After that meetup, I reached out to the admins and I said, "Hey, it'd be really cool to like organize another one. Um, like, what's the format for that?" And they both said, if you want to do another one, by all means, go go right ahead. Mm-hmm. So in January, we, we organized one. And that one kind of like fell apart because somebody else wanted to help organize it. But <laughs> they were the person that um, they were the person that was contacting a, a location. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, let me reach out to the one of the people that I met up at that at that meetup and see if we could have one there and so the next one we ended up having was in February and that's where we met up and we said oh let's make uh planner charms like out of clay Mm -hmm. and and meet up with different planner people in our in our group and and in that one that's where we met because I remember you and someone else came and you were showing me how you had just recently made your dashboard that was in your email. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> I dragged someone with me. I know who we, who I dragged. Did that person and stay so, in the planner community? Or are they just there for the Panera? Or whatever the location was, I guess. It was somebody's I house, think she's yeah. still in the Facebook group, but like she's only come to like one other meetup. Yeah, it's not far. It's not everybody's so, happening. I haven't seen it, yeah. I haven't seen her in a while, but uh, that's how we met. And that was a year before we started the podcast because mm-hmm. we had known each other for a year and we, we were, well, you became an admin of the group and then I got, be- became an admin of the group. Right. And that, and that was because I was an admin. I kept, yeah. <laughs> I kept asking to, that that we need more we need more help <laughs> as because you might have been the only one doing anything Mida. as yeah. as the way the group was growing i'm i'm going to i'm going to put growth as the reason why uh-huh <laughs> i'm not <laughs> and with the with the growth of the group and the want for more like monthly events mm-hmm. came to be I, I was expressing the interest of having more admins. And so since then, uh, Lisa got added on and then like a few other people got added on through the years. 
and now San Diego Planner Mafia is four years old and has um, active admins three question mark four 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 see I don't even know and just to be clear (laughs) this was San Diego Planner Addicts this initial group Mm -hmm. that you just mentioned now has rolled into adding some more admins changed its name and are proceeding you know Yep. Um, yeah. When you said it wasn't all just because of growth, one thing that stuck out to me is sometimes people, when people start a group, like let's say the, yeah. the uh, originators, right? Um, mm-hmm. Their season of life has changed, uh, perhaps, or their interest, yeah. mm-hmm. or their 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 ability to commit in that same like really passionate way, perhaps that they did in the, in the initial you know, onslaught of the idea. And so, or also I feel like a lot of the time it's the group and what the group needs adapt and change over time. And maybe that's not something that original admins or originators are interested in doing. Mm, that could be. Is there, did you, was there mm. ever a point where you just thought, why don't we just, why don't we just start a different one? Like let's say if the group's needs were so so different than the admins, maybe maybe that wasn't a good fit. Was there ever a time where you're like, why don't we just start a new one? Or was that just kind of a rift that wasn't worth worth doing and just kind of rolled with it? Our older admins maybe were playing more of an active role, and their vision was different than our vision. Mm-hmm. I feel like we might have had that, like, well, maybe we should start over. But they just they just kind of let us. It's like crickets, and so we just kind of saying. So it's crickets. Mm -hmm. So you kind of could do what you wanted, hence not really seeing a need to go over somewhere else and still continue to do what Mm -hmm. you want because you already had that level of say. Yeah. Well, let's let's put it this way: when I joined, we had about 120 people in our group, and that was December of 2015. In in the time that I had been admin, the the growth has gone to now, I believe we're over a thousand members. Mm-hmm. And that's solely because we've kept the consistency of having monthly meetups. Mm-hmm. So every month we have a meetup with the exception of December. We have scheduled some type of event where we're meeting each other up. And I think the biggest... Um, draw to everybody wanting to meet is the fact that our meetups are free yep. so our our meetups are not not only monthly but they're free and the thing that keeps bringing people back is the fact that okay so now i have a free place to go i i meet planner people in my community monthly or see the ones that i've already grown to to meet right every month mm. and we we sugar sugar it up by having vendors vent at those meetups because we are big fans of immediate satisfaction and why order online if you can go somewhere that you don't have to pay for meet the people making your stickers your clips your charms your whatever's and then not have to pay shipping right it's a mutual beneficially beneficial so 
so and then those shop on- owners don't have to pay listing fees. Yeah, exactly. And then, but do you mm-hmm. make the vendors pay a vending fee? Nope. No. It's just like Mm-mm. a let's just do it kind of thing. Yeah, just come hang out. <clears throat> a lot come of the on. time, it's all, it's all your stuff, and that's it. Yeah. Well, a lot of the time we have uh, we have a usual restaurant that we'll go to. It usually when it comes to places like restaurants, they require you buy something mm-hmm. to eat. Which makes sense, especially since we're going to be there for like three, four, sometimes five hours. Like you're going to want food. Yeah. So do you get like a room at a restaurant? Like a like yeah. Yeah, they usually stick us in a back room, a banquet hall, like a banquet hall. So mm-hmm. what size are these meetups? Our biggest meetup to date has had sixty people. Mm. Our smallest meetup to date has had six. <laughs> yeah quite a variety yeah so when we go to uh one of those restaurants and we don't have the number that we typically have they get a bit uh, uh irked because we said this but it didn't comply so the following months we'll just book it somewhere else or find a place that we could potluck it at and we'll meet there it's just so that we give the restaurant enough cooling time to like say okay chill We'll, we'll get them again, you know? So do you end up being on the hook for anything? Like, no, no, there's a minimum, you know, $500 worth of We don't choose places like Okay, that. so there's never like a, you're put out, they're put out. I no. guess if, no. yeah, why would they be mad then if if you had to pay anyway? It's just the same money, less work for them. The um, only time yeah. I've ever gotten a call from the restaurant was the time they had a brand new waitress call serving us Mm -hmm. and they said uh why didn't any of your members put tips all like 30 plus people why didn't a single person tip and we said yes we did i i physically have my receipt where i did put a tip and some of our vendors even just tipped in cash and and so i called back and i said look we tipped, I tipped on my card and I had vendors, other people and vendors included, and they know they're vending, um, tip cash. So you may need to go back to your waitress and make sure she added her tips in there. And that's the only time I've ever gotten a call. But like Lisa said, we don't, we don't go to locations where there is a requirement. We only go if the if the expectation is to purchase, but not a, a, a requirement. Mm-hmm. And the, and that's cool. It's, it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for the restaurant because they're getting business that typically wouldn't be there. It's a win for the vendor who gets an opportunity to sell or even test new products with the community. And it's a win for the, the consumer or the, the hobbyist who is saying, Hey, let me see what this place has to offer in terms of people that I might relate to on a hobby or a new product that a, a, a shop might have that I'd be interested in. I'm always, mm-hmm. always, always intrigued with new things that the shop owners create at for those meetups and will either get the first chances before they post it as an actual release, which is always fun too. 
And I'm assuming that the vendors are also members of that same community, like group. Yes. Are you, yeah. So it's not like. They're, yeah, they're all local San Diego vendors. Yeah. And that's sometimes a nice way to shop local too. And sometimes <laughs> we, I mean, we'll invite shops that are maybe like OC or right. Like the Orange County. Yeah. But it's nothing too like far. And it's only up, up to those those shops to come to decide and come and people have asked in the past well do you have like a sign-up list for for vending and i've always said no just show up so there are day meetups where we only have two vendors or we'll have meetups where we have seven and (laughs) it's a lot of money spent that day but (laughs) it was a fun day Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're giving me a good picture of like how you met um, and kind of the initial purposes of like meetups and things like that. Um, I'm curious to know how your name switched and when. <laughs> Hashtag San Diego shenanigans. <clears throat> yep, pretty much. <laughs> I think we had a day, we had a meetup. And it was one of our ones that we had in Chula Vista because a lot of the times we try, we generally, um, our meetups are usually in like Mission Valley, Central San Diego area because then it's easier for everyone. <clears throat> but we have a place in Southern San Diego that we always go to to change it up because there are always people that will complain about how like, why don't you ever have it in like Southern San Diego? Why don't you ever have it in like Northern San Diego? But like, we can't find places to do it that are free. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we have we used to go or I guess we still do um the library in Chula Vista will let you rent out the room for free uh but we had a meetup there once and this was around the time one of the big um waves of the simply gilded love where people were complaining how other people were buying out all the washi and then selling it on like Etsy for like ridiculous prices or like on Facebook uh, marketplace selling like a roll of washi for like $50, like $300 for the uh, limited edition custom washi from planner con or something. And one of the girls in our group, two of the girls in the group had gone to the event and each came in with their rolls of washi. And we posted in PGW a whole, um, fake for sale post of uh, the custom roll of washi with a matching planner cover and like all the purple and teal and just like all the purple and teal planner stuff we could find and like laid it out all pretty and posted a picture we're saying that we were selling the washi and everything else for like (laughs) $1,200 and then it quickly went up to like a million dollars I can't remember it did and then we were also offering to throw in for free a box of all the stuff from the D-Stats table. <laughs> and pie. Oh. And pie, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into um, Acel making Godfather references, and now she's the planner godmother, <laughs> as we like to call her. Like the, the godmother, not like the fairy godmother, uh-huh. like Cinderella, no, bibbidi-bobbidi. No. Although I feel that's what I am. I, I guess I'm not that at all. <laughs> I think the fairy godmother is more like my bag than yours. You can be like the silent one sitting in the darkness that just says something. And then like your flag monkey is just like 
go for it. The command authority. Okay, so you did mm-hmm. this whole stunt. It seemed pretty well received, right? Like people got that it was humorous, or were people like, there, Are there you were a handful me? of people that were actually legitimately trying I, to buy I got it? Several, no. I got several DMs saying, can I buy the role? And because we had two roles in the picture, people were mm-hmm. basically trying to buy buy them from me. Granted, there none of them were mine to sell. They weren't actually you yours. Know? <laughs> and I think it was the just the hashtag shenanigans in there made it made it so that people understood the how far fetched it was and kind of laughing at the mm-hmm. fact that people were trying to sell something so exclusive at such an outrageous price right but i think yeah. i had one person try to buy the washi from me for three hundred dollars and i believe that and another yeah. person wanted it for 275 and mm. both times this was happening at our our meetup and so i'm showing these um these messages to my my fellow like shenanigan creators and we should and i kept saying we should up the ante or up something in our post so that's where our post kept adding more and more and more to the to the sale and the pie (laughs) and Uh so uh, who who wasn't there jackie wasn't there right was it yeah, Jackie, Jackie that wasn't, wasn't there? there? And Jackie is usually our like our level-headed person. At the time, she was a moderator. <laughs> she, she, she's our um, nice admin. <laughs> and so, um, at at the time, she wasn't there. She was she wasn't feeling well, or she she was with family. And uh, Emily, Lisa, myself, Gabby. Moni and like other people were all there kind of like building to this shenanigans and one of the comments that came up is came to be was me being uh like the godmother and and kind of like having my side deals what have you and 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 I said well this is just like my family you know and so again it Mm -hmm. it, it evolved into the planner mafia san diego planner mafia and so from there that same day we switched our name to from san diego planner addicts to like sitting in the library on our phones (laughs) we changed the name and then even the name change got really well received because a lot of people came out and were like you know what i really appreciate the change i prefer to be called a mafioso than an addict yeah so yeah that's that's okay. kind of a, a name. Yeah, names mean a lot and they can carry some weight. So I can see if you're particularly sensitive to a certain topic. But and at the know, time at the time, um I was I was considered the main admin. So all the questions You still are the main admin. No, I I, I don't see it that way. Are you not wanting to be considered the main I, admin? All, all the but you just I, are? I just am, I guess. People people will ask me the question i guess it's because i might have the most history but i don't want to be viewed mm-hmm. as the one for all the decisions because i feel that that's something collaboratively that we could all do um 
That leads me to a question when you were talking about the monthly meetups and initially needing more admins to kind of handle the influx of community members. Is it a policy on your Facebook group that anyone can make a meetup and just make an event? Or do you have it such that you have to be an admin? You might not see this, but I have a huge smile on my face. <laughs> is is this, this 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 for us happens a lot where we turn and tag people and say don't forget to read the pin post yes tell me your yeah like this is this is your audio pin post <laughs> at least <laughs> at least in terms of event scheduling. so in the past we we just created them just to create them there was one time that an event was made and this was an, a group that even though they were local to San Diego, weren't a part of our group. So they didn't know about it until one of the members shared it in our page. And I said, well, that's literally the same day and at the same time as our event. The only is Is this that one event that um, someone created, didn't post about it in the group, invited everyone except for you? No, this one, the, the, the one you're talking about now is recent. I'm talking about one okay three years ago and okay the event was a paid event so people went to this paid event even though at the same time there was a free event happening in a similar fashion so I me creating these events I was very flustered and this is just me talking right not I'm taking my admin hat off I was frustrated because I I took the time and effort to find a location, uh, organize swap items, because at the time we were giving out like goodie bags and stuff with like free free items and Mm -hmm. um, did all the like posting information for Facebook so that people knew where to find us. So I was myself very flustered, frustrated because it seemed like people wanted to go to an event that they wanted to pay for as opposed to the one that I was creating for free. I know washi baby, this is really upsetting. I I get it. And so very upsetting. When I went back to the admins and again, at the time it was the two or original admins and myself and no, this was before your time, Lisa. Um, I said, we should have it so that the, any meetup that comes comes to to our website or our posting on the on the San Diego Planner Addicts should be vetted through us so that it doesn't conflict. And they agreed. And since they agreed because I was the one organizing all the events, they're like, yeah, if it bothers you, then just put put that as an expectation. So since then, it's kind of. Uh, graduated to the point where right now if someone wanted to organize an event it needs to be approved by an admin and typically it'll get vetted through me since I've I've been the one that's organizing the events but lately it's been Emily who's been organizing which I really 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 appreciate her organizing those events um AKA our resident <laughs> hashtag mean admin. Oh, all right. Now we know the rules. <laughs> so Jack is nice. Emily's mean. Um, and what are you, Lisa? <laughs> uh, 
And I'm I'm saying I'm just repeating, I don't know. <laughs> I'm repeating your opinions. I don't know these people. I don't know them to call them names. So Well no, Emily calls herself the mean admin, flat okay. out. She's also She'll she'll add it in her comments. Hashtag yeah, no, she's admin, also yes. also calls herself the mean admin <laughs> of kittens who plan, which is also a delightful planner group. Just saying, oh. um, very much so. I don't know. I guess I'm that admin that everyone forgets exists, so I kind of stay in the shadows and then screenshot everything. Sneaky <laughs> admin? No, no, sneaky. Um, stealth, stealth admin. I'm the spy master mm-hmm. admin. That's needed. That's there you also go. Very neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, unfortunately. Um, and Izzy, you are the <laughs> godmother admin. Yep. Right? Yeah. That's, that is what I've been called, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So we got an idea of where your name came from and how meetups um, go. I think that's wise to have them at least funneled a little bit. Um I'm part of Minnesota Planner Addicts, and we're just not at that size where it's really needed. Like, if someone comes up with something, we're like, yay, we did it, something. You know, it's not like this huge <laughs> rush, like, well, that was my weekend. I am having people. And even if it was, you know, I mean, it would be odd that it would be, like, in the same area of town. You know, if it's the same day but a different area, like, I could see, well, maybe, you know. I mean, a lot of in, – in the – and the two meetups that have been recent, they've been in the same area, which is kind of like, again, another slap to the face. So the one the one that happened recently was in Point Loma, right? And and we typically have, have ours in yeah. Claremont. They're, they're all central the locations. In, and they're about five-ish miles away from each other. And then the one that happened three years ago was in uh mission valley and again ours was up in claremont which is again another three so so after the first one a kind of new policy was put in place but after the second one you know these years later do you ever take the time this sounds like a setup of a judgment like if you didn't take the time you're bad but like is there ever any personal restoration between these kind of tense or awkward situations that happen like hey, I saw that you scheduled that event. No, thank you. <laughs> or like, I don't, do you, or do you just kind of go like, okay, I see you and just kind of sc- scroll on or, do you know what I mean? Like, is there a time and place for people to just address, you know, personally, not like, you know, call outs online and this and that, but just like, hey, what's up with that? Or do you just kind of let it go? Or I think if any of us were to do it, it would be Cell or Jackie. And that would be the nice ones to message them and be like, hey, so I saw you did this, like, just to let you know, we do have that group or we do have our own meetup this time. And, you know, you, these are the pin posts, like, these are the rules, kind of reminder. Mm-hmm. But he says usually the one that um, deals with people breaking rules. Where you, Lisa, sound like more like you're like, hold my cake, like, look yeah <laughs> i'm like <clears throat> emily and i are both the kind where we'd be like actually no i'm i'm the kind that's like so can i just like delete it and block and emily's just like delete block mm. mm-hmm. there's a distinction <laughs> a very subtle distinction but that moment of consideration <laughs> you're still hanging on to that okay mm-hmm. yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and every uh, Facebook community and, you know, besides just Facebook, any cluster of people, there's like leaders, admins, if you will, they're going to have to navigate some of those rules and dynamics and, you know, how they want their space to be. For example, these, you know, other events that happen, it's not, I'm what I'm hearing from you guys, it's not that you don't want other people to take ownership or take the time to coordinate or to even just have another experience outside of the two of you or your group or whatever. But it's like under the name of, you know, San Diego Planner Mafia using all of the members there as advertising for their event, but not really being that event you know and kind of like earlier and I asked was there ever a time where you thought maybe I should just branch off and do my own thing um and start another group which you address but it's sort of like maybe as these members if they're wanting to do their own thing there's nothing saying that they couldn't start another one in that area right like no I I I feel maybe I'm imagining things but I think there's a little bit of a spinoff group up in like Oceanside, correct me if I'm wrong, Isabel, but isn't there a like a Oceanside Wives Planner Group or something, or like a Military Wives Planner Group that's off that went off on their own because they didn't like that we didn't have um, Northern San Diego meetups? Is Izzy there? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I don't. Oh, think you I can hear, hear you. Me. Can you hear us? My mic is off. Oh, hi. Oh, I hear you. There you are. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. I could hear you. I I don't think my mic was connecting well. So there was mm-hmm. a group in the OC that had um, their own meetup, but I I believe they wanted specifically on base meetup. Oh, is that what it is? Because some of them couldn't <clears throat> go off base because they didn't have yeah. transportation. And that makes total sense. And so yeah. yeah, and that that one of the one of the yeah, it wasn't a big deal. And they some of them that could attend their meetings also attended ours, yeah. and it wasn't the the biggest issue. The I guess when I have to step in and like police people kind of like say, "Hey, what's the deal with you mm-hmm. breaking the rules?" It's gone. Yeah, it's when. I feel that it's a direct violation of our rules and uh, Emily, Jackie and myself recently updated our rules to reflect the new format that Facebook has. And Lisa was included in in there before (laughs) we made it like published. Right. And we've made it an expectation as something that they need to agree upon before entering our group. The only thing is, is that now past members don't see that unless they're looking for it. Now, when it comes to me addressing a a rule breaking, it's, it's past like anything that I, I guess I'm the one that holds the most past to what's happened in our group than any of the current members on our admin team. And so when an event like that happened three years ago happened, I addressed it then and there. The event that happened in July that coincided with the same exact time and um and day as our our meetup then, that one it hurt because it was a member that knew exactly that our day was the last weekend of the month. 
our our time is the same time, but it because it didn't fit in their typical um place that they want or their format, they chose to host it. Now, them inviting every admin with the exception of me and inviting majority of the people that was in our group again is another another thing that irks me, but it was one of those like I got the invite can, and I looked you at can it. Only be- be civil up into a point. Well, is it because no? I looked. They knew you would be hosting the other one. Like you obviously couldn't go to their event because you would be hosting your own event, or is that not how it how it looked? See, but but then why would you have invited all of the other admins yeah, no, to I'm like saying, acting yeah. like she doesn't think that we don't have a group chat they, where we talk about this? Well, right. It it it's it's uh. It's like one of those things that's like, maybe that wasn't flat up wrong. It's just not all that polite, you know, or like, cool. That wasn't cool. <laughs> not that we're having a popularity contest. And, and, like, that's not cool. and it had been an event that she had been planning for like. It was an event that she had been planning for months. Mm-hmm. I think it was two, two months out, two, three months out. And, and she, it was. Were you contacted saying, can we reschedule this one? I'd like to do a bigger event. Whether it was the collection of. In the manner that she would want to do things, I didn't want to put our name on it. If that makes any sense. Because she's expressed interest in changing the format and flow of our meetups. And. I disagree in the fact that I don't want to charge people uh, 20 bucks or whatever it was. I don't know because I wasn't invited. I, <laughs> I think it was something um, like 15, 20 dollars. However much mm-hmm. it was to get a goodie bag. Yeah. Okay. And then get a goodie bag, mm-hmm. right? And then and then sit there at at where whatever restaurant it was and still be expected to pay whatever restaurant requirements there are mm-hmm. right and to to meet with people when i was doing the same thing for free mm-hmm. i think th- that's that has has been and always will be my my die on the hill it the event needs to be free the only other time that i've had events that are charged were for people that i was actually bringing in to teach something Mm-hmm. So we brought in um, our good friend Shira to teach hand lettering to people. And we only charged her supply cost. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it was what? 15, 15, was it $15? It was something small like that. Yeah. It wasn't a big price. And, and that was just for her and her supplies. And well, and we didn't None of the admins took a cut from that. All of that money went to to Shira, which again, she deserved it. She was one teaching the lesson and two, she was the one gathering the supplies. Yeah. There's a, I think there's a time and place for both, but it's like, that was the only other time where we've charged. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a special event and, you know, people are interested in the the frills, yeah. the extras, the themes, the catered lunch, you know, the, I, I, 
if people are available but, and want to. But this event wasn't a catered lunch event. It was one of those, like, come to this restaurant and still pay for food afterwards. Right, right. But, I, yeah, that's, hmm. Events where, like, <clears throat> you get, like, food included, like, there are drinks, and like, sodas and stuff. If your goodie bag is something more than just samplers that most shops would have given you for anyway if you had asked for an event. Then yeah, like sure, that's worth it. Like you, what you're getting us a pen gem in it. Like that's cool. That's I would do that. But like, <clears throat> if you're gonna give me a little paper baggie that has just a bunch of samplers, and then I still have to pay for my own like chips and a wrap, like yeah. And it didn't. It sounds like it wasn't a perceived value to some. Would that be yeah? Like to do that so these are some strange dynamics that we're finding in the planner community of like and business versus volunteer work right like you're not getting paid to run san diego planner mafia or whatever you know well and if you are let me know your yep. secret no just kidding um but uh, and, and there are groups strange. there are groups that do llc oh yeah, so there are so there are groups group. that do LLC and do make it a business, mm-hmm. and and yeah, but we have never been one, and so when we and I get this question a lot is why don't we have a conference? Why don't we have a planner conference? And I automatically go to where I was two years ago, trying to organize a planner conference and then being in the hole for $5,000 out of my own pocket because people wanted it. I know I wanted it, but I didn't have everything organized in, in the manner that it would have made it successful. So uh, to avoid a big faux pas of um, not returning anybody's money or having issues with whomever is going to be invited. I just, I just canceled it all, returned everybody's money, returned vendors, their money and made it clear like, okay, this go around, we didn't accomplish it. Well, I, I was out the money, the deposit for it. Um, but at least it was a lesson learned. And then people ask it again, oh, I want to create this. And I and it's it and it's usually people that don't know our history right. or haven't seen it. And I've collaborated and I've talked to so many different event event coordinators, like the ones from uh the girls from Planet uh Arizona Planner Girls and their plantation mm-hmm. event. And mm-hmm. I've talked to um, the ladies that organize the West Coast Planner events. And I've even spoken at those events. And the sheer volume of time and effort that gets committed into those events is beyond what I could have committed as as a volunteer in this group. So there, there's a big difference between organizing just like a local meetup to organize organizing a conference oh for sure um izzy let me ask you this um yeah um how much transparency did you have with your 
potential guests, uh, guests, let's see, I guess, uh, attendees and vendors and things when you realize that the conference, that initial go at it, and I'll say initial, because maybe that'll come again, you know, you know, we don't know. Maybe, maybe there'll be a, a act two for San Diego conference. But, right. Um, you said I gave all the money back and you took some personal loss yourself. How much transparency did you have with those people at that time? At With the vendors, I was fully transparent, fully transparent. This is what it is. I kept weekly or not weekly, but I did give them updates to how many people have signed up and what's like what it looks like right now. But then when I knew we couldn't get enough, we weren't getting enough ticket sales to be able to commit to the event because we would still be in the hole for the payment of the hotel. Um, I just had to tell them right there before it even happened because the cost of it, um, I was still going to incur the cost regardless, you know? So we could have either had uh, the event be smaller, but I would still have to pay or have no event and I'd still have to pay. So I made it transparent to the vendors and I said, you, you could we could still have it or we could just opt to not to have it. And I'm more inclined not to have it because then it's pulling away time and money and resources from, from your shops. And I get, and then at that point is when I gave them all their money back. I sent back raffle prizes that were mailed to me from different shops and Again, I just said, okay, it's not happening. Here you go. And then after that is when I issued the refund to all the people that bought tickets. Just due to low attendance and um, we didn't have enough ticket sales. Here's your money back. I And even then, like the way we had done the ticket sales we 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 took the cost we didn't have anybody pay for their their fees so we we took the hit all in in all aspects from the vendors to the um get uh to the ticket holders we took the cost and yeah it's not fun i went into a very depressive slump and it took it took me a long time to get out of it but i would much rather be fully transparent and tell everybody what they're getting into before they pay and even during the process as opposed to um, second guessing myself and knowing that it's it's not going to be successful and, and and just like trying to see if it's going to happen no I, I'd, I'd rather just what's the what's the analogy or the idiom just pull the band-aid even though it's going to hurt, just pull it. You know? Tear the band-aid off. I'm going to bleed. Yeah. I'm going to bleed. It's going to hurt. Whatever. But it, it'll be okay. Thank you so much, Izzy, for your transparency. And listeners, please check out Washi Wine Repeat for the continuation of that story and much, much more. But before we go from Planner Lifestyle today, it wouldn't be my show unless we played List It, the 22nd list-making lightning round 
Now, this will be a little tricky since we have two fabulous guests today, but I think if you each take turns one after the other, so if one of you stalls, it's like, a, you know, like your team's counting on you to go fast um, to, um, to, I guess there's, you could pass like in some games, uh, pass, <laughs> and then you'd have to do two in a row, but you have 20 seconds. Okay. Podcasters, you've done over, what do you say? 300? Hundred episodes? Uh, I wish uh, oh, about a hundred plus. <laughs> it feels like three hundred episodes. No, okay. So uh. what you said is you've done one hundred episodes. So of those one hundred, please tell me in twenty seconds what are your favorite episodes? Ready? Get set? Go. FOMO. Representation. <laughs> <laughs> Anti-hall. Uh, roll. Uh, planner rules? No, sorry. I'm not even... Planner goals, not there, gender roles, Excel. Jeez. Planning and Shenanigans in San Diego. Okay. Oh, uh, that's it. I'm that's all you me. get. <laughs> there you go. I like the, the timer. It's an old car hole. <laughs> it's for people who say ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is actually an inside joke from the previous episode in on your (laughs) on your podcast. So make sure you check out if that gets in the edit, the final edit. Oh, ladies, it's been a pleasure to have you. It's so fun to collab with other content creators and other members of the planner community. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. See you later. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Planner Lifestyle Podcast. As always, you can join me to continue the conversation if you would like to on Planner Lifestyle on Facebook or send me any follow-up questions um, or comments to plannerlifestylepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your contributions to the planner community, whether it's just listening and lurking or creating content. It's fun to join together in this format. So make sure you also check out Washi Wine Repeat to catch Liesl. <laughs> How often do they get called Liesl? Oh my word. Ezel's and Lisa's 